This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What are the unwritten rules of America? That's an interesting question, but Colleen's going to tell us why she's asking in a mere moment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's four minutes after two o'clock in our last hour of today's hump day. Pew, pew. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Why are you laughing? Because you just put Simon Cowell up as your background, and it's just really depressing. Simon Cowell. He just, he, it's a mood. Yeah, he's definitely a Monet. That's a whole mood right there. Wow, Holly just totally calling <laughs> oh, wow. him out. He's, uh, Don't get too close. Uh, Colleen, why are we asking the question about the unwritten rules of America? That sounds very deep, but I don't feel like it does. we it's do not. deep here on the show. No. So at least we go deep in the shallow, but like That's constitutional true. law, what? So apparently there's like a Reddit thread where people are uh, explaining the or not explaining sharing their the unwritten rules of American culture. Now, I would like to enact one of the unwritten rules. We're just going to say it out loud for this segment. Politics. Never bring up politics. Okay. okay? Thank you. So six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. We're keeping it light. What are the unwritten rules of American culture? And I'm proud Things like. To be an American. <laughs> Things like don't make eye contact in the bathroom, like things oh, like that. Sure. That's what I, th- those are, that's the direction I want you to be thinking. 651 641 1071. What are the unwritten rules of America, of our culture? Um, and like I said, no talking about politics. That's an unwritten rule. Um, but apparently, some of the things people are sh- sharing on this Reddit thread are like, oh, yep, mm-hmm, yep, I hadn't thought about that one, but yes. Yep, that's a thing. Like, don't bring the same plate up to the buffet when oh, you go god. back. Oh, God. What country is that allowed? Well, I don't know, but... <laughs> I just I, feel like I that's a global don't. Can I tell you? I thought that, like, and maybe maybe it is. I don't know. My mom was like, oh, no, that's a law. You can't. <laughs> My mom always told me that when I was a kid. She was like, you can't. It's like a health... Like a, what is the, what's health the, code violation, what the yeah. yeah, it's a health code violation. She's like, you can't do that. And I was like, like, will I get arrested? She was like, no, you just can't, yeah, you just and can't do it. Yeah, and they'll put you away forever. And everybody apparently knows you get a new plate every single time. And yeah, you but, should, by but the But way, there's always correct. a sign because there's always somebody that's like, do I need to get another plate? Yes, you do. I mean, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but I also want to say sometimes I get real irritated where there are signs with things that you should know, like employees are required to wash their hands after they use the restroom. Yeah, that should just and be I'm a like, no-brainer. No, but everybody I've learned over the that. last two years that that was not a guarantee. People washing their hands after they touch their bits, their Ugh. dirty bits, that, that was sort of like a, maybe I'll do that. 651-641-1071, what are the unwritten rules you think we have? Uh, Holly's got one person on the line. Who's on the phone with us today, Halls? Sue is joining us. 
Suddly doodly, what is an unwritten rule you want to share with us today? Did you, did you say Sue? I did. Ah, hi. Sorry. Um, I I don't know what other time someone would say, but like not mowing your lawn or blowing your leaves or all that kind of stuff before like seven and you know the ridiculously early hours yes. of the morning should not be done. That's oh, a good one, Sue. You are absolutely right. Thank you for your call. I would say like. We, you know, we don't have actual. Maybe there are legal quiet hours. I don't. Oh, know. Oh, I'm but, sure if you live in like a gated community, they're like, you may not uh, have somebody mow your lawn until such and so I an just, hour. I feel like you should not be operating anything that makes noise before the hour of eight, maybe seven on a weekday. Until that's Joe Rogan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen to the podcast, people. Or after dark. I feel like after dark, you like you can't be blowing things. Yeah. Well, I honestly think the only time to blow things generally occurs after dark. But that's another conversation. 651-641-1071. You said it. That came out of my mouth. That's what she said. Okay. What else, Holly? Please save us with an unwritten rule. Uh, you know, there. I'm looking at this list that Colleen provided to us of these unwritten rules, and one of them in particular I like to break on the uh, on the regular. That oh, what is that? So, somebody says walking in places in the suburbs or small smaller cities is dangerous, and you'll be seen as suspicious. That's true, though. Well, right, and ha- having grown up in an outer ring suburb where there were no sidewalks. And now as a person who goes back to that neighborhood and there's still barely any sidewalks, I will go walking. And I'm sure that people look at me as the lone walker on the big main road. And I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> well, it's also dangerous, right? For a variety of reasons to right. many to get to. Um, but yeah, I think, um, I think, you know, they're designed. I think they're designed that way. Well, I know exactly. Yeah. Now, there have been sidewalks uh, installed on the big main road, but usually, mostly, I am literally the only person walking on that road. It feels very vulnerable. Like, people are looking at me. You know, as somebody well, yeah. who has had the privilege of, because I think, like, when you say what are unwritten rules in the United States, it's these questions are often best answered by people who have come from somewhere else because it's more readily visible to them what those rules might be because they maybe are different than what they're used to. And also the converse is true. If you've had the privilege or the opportunity to travel outside of the country and see how other people live their lives, you begin to be aware of unwritten rules. You, you didn't even think about until it was clear that some, you know, people do things differently. So there was one on the list that you shared with us, Colleen. And by the way, you can join the conversation for the last couple minutes, six five one six four one one zero seven one, about um, lines and also personal space. And one person said, "Not often mentioned, but Americans like personal space. Leave room between you and the person you're speaking to or lining mm. up behind." And I am so aware. And I don't know if it's an American thing per se, but I will. I am just supremely aware of my desire for personal space, probably because I veer towards the introverted portion of humanity, where I'm mm-hmm. just like I am. I am amazed sometimes at um you know people's different sense of what personal space constitutes oh yeah and um i think maybe you know it seems like there's truth also never cutting in line i feel like we're very like line conscientious in the united states oh my gosh you know what it's funny we had this moment on a flight one time where first of all nobody obeys when it's their boarding time anymore like don't do not be 
do not be confused when they're calling, you know, your boarding group. Uh, basically, everybody's just getting in line. Like nobody cares. They don't care. And we were kind of toward the end of the line. And it was like a bunch of people were coming in from either direction. And I was like, I think we're merging. And my kids were like, you're budging. And I'm like, no, I think we're zipper merging. And they were like, no, you're budging in line. Don't do that. So like we had to bring up the whole rear and there we were, the Lindstrom's, the last ones on the flight because nobody else was obeying the rules about when their boarding group was boarding. Sorry, I just had a whole moment, but that is. <laughs> but I where did we learn that? that? I always wonder, like, did we learn that like in school, like when we all had to wait in line for the bubbler or as you probably grew up calling it, the drinking fountain, the water fountain. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But then the other, the other piece of that is, and here Thank you. I'm going to say this, too. I would like this to be an unwritten rule of American culture. And I think like 90 percent of people are on board with this. When the plane comes to the, uh, you know, what do we call it? The station. When the, the airplane airport? parks. Yeah. When it the parks terminal? at the gate. The gate. The gate. When it parks at the gate. And, you know, they're like, OK, you know, like we're here and the doors are open. If you're at the back of the plane, just sit your butt down for a minute because you're not getting oh, out. Girl, mm-hmm. I don't even know like what it says about Americans, but like there are some people who are like out of that seat and like halfway down the thing before the the you know before you've come to the gate. And I'm like, yeah, how do you think you're getting like this? Isn't yeah, we're just that's not how we're we do all, it. We're all... We just go row by row, chill, <laughs> zip out. I can't. I can't. We zip her out like we zippered in. Um, do we have one last caller there? Yeah. House? Let's uh, have Jenny give us the last word. Hi, Jenny. Perfect. What drives you nuts, Jenny? Oh, hi. How are you guys? I wanted to share how often we don't see it unless the person we're with isn't American. <laughs> right. And I walked into a restaurant with two of my Italian friends who were like on their first or second day here, and they fell over laughing that there was ketchup and mustard on every table. <laughs> they, like, couldn't take it. And then the rest of it just kept, like, hitting each other in the arm. Like, did you see that? <laughs> That's like, hilarious. And so I just want to say, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take my comment offline. Love you guys. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. Love you, you, too. Yeah, I mean, I we're very sauce-focused so here in the United States. Are we yeah. not? Well, and it also, I mean, it is kind of, when you really actually stop to think about it it's kind of disgusting that we just like the same ketchup and mustard just sits there all day long and just person after person smears it all over their burger and then just puts the cap back on with the crusties all around i, mean, I know it is gross. it's disgusting it's, well yeah a good side job hopefully if the server is serving their station correctly is that they have to wipe off the crusties every day from oh, your ketchup great. and mustard. That's true. That's I used great. to get yelled at in my house for not wiping the crusties off the jars. That included jelly Thank jars. You for specifying. Peanut jar, peanut butter jar. Yeah. You always You're had to wipe. responsible for your crusties. Dressing, wipe your crusties. When we come back, <laughs> more pop culture crusties in the form of Kim and Kanye. We'll tell you what that means when we return right here on My Talk 1071 me out, but I'm excited and grateful. Thank you. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Colleen Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. Streaming live, doing everything entertainment. On our website, we got an app. Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. I'm Bradley Trainer. Um, we have a Kim and Kanye update, and it really is sort of like a battle of 
Kim and Kanye at this point in terms of all the different stories. I feel like the stories are nonstop at this point. Now, insofar as Kanye is concerned, the story of late has been that he has a new girlfriend, right? Julia right. Fox. And um, and then Kim, of course, has a new boyfriend. And that's Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson, allegedly, supposedly. Well, I want to play a game. It's called Tell Me Who Called Up Page Six <gasps> to share this story about Kanye not letting go of Kim. It's pretty, I love this game. It's pretty obvious. But here's the headline. Exclusive. Kanye West still pursuing Kim Kardashian amid Julia Fox romance. Uh, apparently, Kanye has continued to pursue his estranged wife, Kim Kardashian, according to sources, that uh, she was going to vacation, but Kanye got wind of it and was talking about showing up there, too. So that's when she decided to change her destination because Kanye is hot on her trail. Kanye was going to do an impromptu show in Miami where Kim was going to meet Pete for the new year, but then she found out about that. Um, so essentially the story is trying to get you to believe that Kanye can't let Kim go. Who do we think? Still, we are still doing this. Yeah. And who do we think then is telling us that tale? Kris Jenner, AKA team Kardashian. And why do we think? Because the thing with the Kardashians ever since we heard that those two were going to split up. The, the storyline has been Kim is irresistible. She can have anybody in the entire world. She's so desirable that everybody desires her, including but not limited to her soon-to-be ex-husband. Yeah. So this it's it's clearly, it's so obvious. This is Kris Jenner. You're absolutely oh, yeah. 100% right. Now, this story, I don't know where this comes from, but really quickly before we head over to Kim Town, I do want to share with you this story, another story about Kanye. And I'm like, this is the most Kanye story Uh, that I've read in a while. Kanye West is, quote, gunning to meet Vladimir Putin and make Russia his second home. What? Right? Okay, Kanye West, according to TMZ, has set his sights on Moscow, where he wants to get together with Vladimir Putin. Apparently, he has a, quote, vast plan to establish roots in Mother Russia. I mean, okay... What? The, I from a from an a, from a purely like Kanye is a narcissist standpoint. I I find this all to be very believable. You know that he thinks he has some gift that he can give the people of Russia. I don't know. Yeah, it says that he wants to meet the Russian president and also wants to do a series of Sunday services in Russia sometime in the spring or summer. In fact, according to Billboard, who spoke to one of his associates, Amir Sudan, uh, Kanye's schedule will dictate when this all happens, but assures Billboard the wheels are already in motion to broker a face-to-face between Putin and Kanye. And then it goes on to talk about some tycoon real estate developers who what? he might be cozying up to, oh, which okay. What, Holly? Okay. No, I mean, let it go, let it out. <laughs> let it out. First, I need a piece of meat and some fruit. Yeah, and now I'm gonna say <laughs> that I mean, haven't we seen this story before regarding this yep. whole universe of celebrities? Yep. I mean, I yep. just you know, I, also yeah. <sighs> Who's the guy who that had the show that was big in the 80s with the dark hair? Richard Simmons? <laughs> David Hasselhoff? 
who has ties to Russia. Steven Seagal? Yes! I'm just saying there's a kind of... I got there. There's a kind of person... Yeah. ...who fancies themselves a player among the international movers and shakers. Yes. And I think Kanye West sees himself as that person, so it does seem obvious that this would be something he'd want to at least appear to be doing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Especially when there's money involved as well. Somebody keep your eye on him. That's and real what I estate. Want. Because yeah. we know Kanye uh, buys and sells a lot of real estate. Okay, really quickly, the Kim part of this. You know, um, Kim has... Uh, uh, been all over because of her new relationship with Pete Davidson. But here's an interesting story. Apparently, according to TMZ, Kim is cool with Kanye and Julia dating. So this is one of those stories wherein Kim is like, oh, yeah, she's totally a fan of Julia Fox and Kanye dating Julia Fox. But most importantly, I think the thing that was interesting was the reason why she's so excited about this relationship. Um, well, I bet the one reason is because it keeps Kanye out of her hair. Yeah, exactly. But also, apparently, Julia herself has raved about how she is a, quote, diehard fan of the Kardashians. Oh, so So, Kim likes her because she likes them. Yeah, exactly. All roads lead back. Mm Mm-hmm. So they do. And the next road that we're going to head down is one that leads us to crazy stupidity. It's dumb people doing dumb things right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 107. Wooka chicking our way through the day. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom with a frozen Hi. ass tongue. That's and true. Uh, Holly Roberts. Hey, kick off those crazy. Stupid idiots. idiots. <laughs> Sorry, my tongue was. Well, broken. then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. That's dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in a state known as. And sometimes other places. Okay, Mariah. Get it. it. Where are we going to first? Oh, thanks for asking. Where are we going, Brad? We are going to Wazika. Or Wazika? Wazika. Wazika. Wazika? A place in Wisconsin. Well, I hope that people who live there know how to pronounce it. I do, too. And I want to tell you about a husband that was arrested for an owie early Sunday morning. Now, in Wisconsin, they call them owies. That is, operating while under the influence. Or operating while intoxicated, maybe? Yeah. Anyway, um, so apparently, shortly after about 1.30 in the a.m. on Sunday, police in a place called Bascobal, which I don't know what that has to do with Wazaki or Wazika. What did I say? Yeah. (laughs) That place in Wisconsin. (laughs) We're somewhere. Scatting right now. My my Google map is very confused. <laughs> I am not the scat man. I want to make a Joe Rogan joke, but I won't listen to the podcast. Yeah, things are fluid. According to police in a place called Bascobal, which must be near Wazika, um, Grant County Sheriff's 
<laughs> There's so many places. <laughs> we're notified of a vehicle that had crashed into a utility pole. Well, that's a bad thing, right? Yeah. And so what they did was they arrested the guy who did that, the driver. He crashed into the pole, and um, he, uh, you know, got arrested. Apparently, uh, there was a passenger, and the passenger was supposed to be waiting for a sober driver to arrive. Well, apparently, um, the passenger was actually, uh, the passenger showed up, or excuse me, a person Do you want showed, to go back to just <laughs> reciting the places? Wazika Muscobol. <laughs> okay, sorry. I am also sober. <laughs> so apparently, let me just get to the punchline. The punchline is the husband gets arrested and the passenger drives home and gets into an accident. The passenger is the wife. Why does she get into an accident? Um, Well, because she's intoxicated. Exactly. So not one, (laughs) but two people. Oh, you idiots. End up getting arrested for the very same thing. So during his arrest, she drives away, crashes, and gets arrested for the very same thing. Oh, my God. Whether it's Wazika, Boscobel... Um, Grass County. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So anyway, don't drive drunk is is the uh, takeaway from Just this particular no, story. Man. Yeah. <sighs> All right. I gotta see uh, where this is. Can we? While you're doing that, can we go to Indianapolis? But of course. All right. So um, you you know I do like that Doja Cat. Whenever I hear that Doja Cat music, it does make me dance. And this. All took place outside Monument Circle, uh, where people were waiting in line for a free outdoor concert featuring Doja Cat. Okay. So there's like a line to enter this outdoor space, and it was not apparently moving fast enough for a concert goer. And uh, he notified the people in line around him uh, that he had a bomb in his backpack. Oh, um, that ain't funny. No, that's people don't, terrifying. People don't not take that seriously. Yeah. And so the people around him in line called the authorities and the authorities showed up and they were like, um, hey, dude, uh, you got a bomb in that backpack? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I don't actually have a bomb. I just didn't think the that the line was moving fast enough and I wanted to get in faster. And they were like, okay, that's great. I'll tell you where you can get in real fast. Cause there's a vacancy. It's called jail. Oh, so they hauled him off. Don't joke about that. It's no. not funny. It, like it in this day and age, funny. The word bomb should just never come out of your mouth. No, no. Unless you're Joe. <laughs> Stop Rogan. it. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Listen to the podcast kids. <laughs> Specifically the D-bags portion. Uh, okay, that was... Um, uh, Indianapolis. That bomb of a story was in where? Indianapolis? Yes. Where oh, are we going next? Well, uh, from Indianapolis, we are going to go back to Wazika. No, we are not, I'm like, actually. really, what are the odds? 
In fact, I want to take you to the other side of Minnesota, uh, or I should say on the other side of Minnesota, that is specifically South Dakota. And I want to paint a picture for you. So I want to take you specifically to the Tabor Community Center. Now, Tabor, South Dakota, is a town of 423 people. That's tiny. Uh, It's just about 85 miles southwest of Sioux Falls. And we're going to do Tuesday night card games. Okay, so it's last night in Tabor. We got some, uh, It's this is kind of like a senior citizen gathering place. So, okay, so like, are we playing bridge? Or, or um, what's the game that my grandma used to play that, uh, uh, what Hearts? was that? Pinochle? Oh, okay. Isn't that what it's called? Pinochle. I'm sure Joe Friday played that on Dragnet. Yeah, Pinochle or Craps or, I don't know, some old person card game, right? Okay, and they got the old folks and uh, so not gold, not go fish. No, no, probably not go fish. So um, Irene was like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna bring you some snacks to card night," and everyone was like, "Great, thanks, Irene." So Irene brought her famous bars, and um, she handed them out, and everybody played cards, and at a certain point, people started acting weird. Oh. People started acting real weird uh, after eating Irene's bars. And people were like, I don't know what's going on, but something's not right. And they were like... Irene has a special ingredient. Well, they said, Irene, what's in them bars? Is this, like, maybe did you... Were your eggs off or something? And she's like, I don't know. What could possibly... Oh, you know what? Actually, these... I didn't make these bars. My son did. (gasps) Oh. Oh, and they were like, okay, well, your son made the bars? And she's like, yeah, you know, he just got back from Colorado over the past weekend. And mm-hmm. I do remember him talking about picking up some, uh, you know, funny uh, snacks, them candies that aren't really, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, my gosh. So sure, this- sure enough, the senior citizens at the Tabor Community Center had been were stoned off were their stoned off their behinds thanks to Irene's, you know, Colorado oh, God. traveling son. And oh, sure Lord. enough, after an interview, um, her son Michael baked a pan of brownies, and she took them to the community center, unaware that they contained THC. I love you, Alice B. Toklas. She did willingly (laughs) give the sheriff the remainder of the brownies in a plastic container. Well, Well, here you go. And enjoyed those. Yeah, exactly. And the sheriff's deputies were, uh, you know, enjoying life for the rest of the evening. It is possible that they're, and I'm, you know, it's possible that one time... Uh, I was at a party where there was a parent present and everybody's job was to keep the parent away from the brownies. Ah, uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> I will say, the, the funny thing is about this story, like you can see this totally happening. It's like an episode of a sitcom. She, uh, he apparently had made the brownies but and went to bed before mom was like, oh, I'm going to pop down to the community center and look, we got these bars. I'll just bring these bars down to, you know, the folks. I just think if you're going to make those bars, honey, just give your mom a heads up. Or like, I don't know, like watch them cool, cut them up and bring them into your bedroom. Like, (laughs) don't leave them out. Yeah, exactly. 
Because who can resist a bar? And I think everybody was oh, okay. Oh, and I just feel bad for that person who doesn't have any restraint, who tried to like even out the row and then was like paranoid and yeah that would be me i'm gonna have this corner right now i mean we gotta <laughs> yeah. finish all of them yeah yeah you gotta oh, finish the whole row the and they had barb to... is like exactly. not wearing pants crawling underneath the table <laughs> forgot barking like a dog <laughs> six hours later Barb is just probably somebody got to come pick barb up because she's not making any sense <laughs> probably just sitting in a corner for six hours yeah She's still there. Yeah, I mean, it, this there. was last night, FYI. It's very, oh entirely gosh. possible. He was arrested, by the way, for possession of a controlled substance, mm-hmm. which is a felony carrying a maximum sentence of five years and $10,000 fine. So while we joke at the sitcom nature of this story, this is no small thing in South Dakota. So be careful with your Oof. pot brownies, honey. What a oh that pork I just feel bad oh. for everybody also, involved in this story. I mean, you know, it's it is funny, but I imagine people can like get hurt. Well, right? yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it, like you if you're not expecting somebody. it, I mean, yeah, you, you know? weren't expecting that. They they got drugged. That is <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I think that's enough. It's enough yeah, of that. Yeah, me too. I, I think that's enough of that. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a game to play with you. The game is called The Throw Back Live. Right here on My Talk 1071.